thank you for sending us your questions and the next question that we will answer is the question concerning aliens okay so are are there aliens are aliens real do aliens exist is there life in other planets could there be aliens in other galaxies what does the bible say about aliens all right so to begin with all right uh, i want you to know or i want to uh, explain to you that the word alien or alienated is in the bible so point number one okay the word alienated in the bible what does that mean okay so the word alien or alienated is used by some translations in the bible like what esv rsv kjv asv but does not refer to aliens from other galaxies okay it simply means what being separated being cut off a stranger or a foreigner now let us define alienation in the bible okay it means again separation isolation detachment the state of being isolated from a group of people or a foreigner all right so let us uh, first read uh, ephesians chapter 4 verses 17 to 18 in esv or english standard version okay verse 17 says now this i say and testify in the lord that you must no longer walk as gentiles do in the futility of their minds verse 18 they are darkened in their understanding alienated from the life of god because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart so going back to verse 18 okay uh they are what darkened in their understanding alienated okay you see the word alienated okay so in this verse the word alienated has nothing to do with aliens in other galaxies okay it only meant separated okay uh, it meant separation or being separated from the life of god okay so let's jump to um, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 18 to 19. All right? Still in English Standard Version. Verse 18 says, For through Him, through Jesus, or through Christ, we both have access in one Spirit to the Father. Verse 19, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens. Okay, that word again, aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. So again, take note, verse 19 says, so then you are no longer what? 
strangers and aliens. And but the word aliens there does not pertain to aliens from other galaxies. Okay? It meant what? Foreigners. Alright? Meaning, if your life is in Christ, okay, if you put your faith in Christ, if you confessed and or acknowledged that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, okay, if you commit your life to the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ, okay, that's what it meant. It meant that through Him, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. I mean, you say, we are now reconciled to God through Jesus Christ. So, um, that means um, that in Christ, okay, we are no longer strangers and foreigners, okay? But we become what? Citizens with the saints or members of the family or household of God. So, now that we are reconciled to God through the Lord Jesus Christ, okay, that alienated or that's, that separated us from the world, okay? In short, people can either be alienated from God or alienated from the world, okay? So, again, that word alienated has nothing to do with aliens from other planets. It only meant what again? Let's go back and check our definition. Okay, whenever you read uh, the word alien or alienated from, uh, from some Bible translations, it only meant what? Either separation, isolation, detachment, or, or a foreigner. Or it meant that uh, it it uh, refers to a foreigner. So that's it. That's the, that is uh, point number one. It's very important for us to understand that the Bible does not talk about or does not support the theory of aliens from other galaxies. Okay, it does not support that belief. Okay, it does not support the doctrine of extraterrestrial beings <laughs> from other planets okay all right i hope that uh, uh you got that all right all right so let's go to point number two okay and it's this is very important and i hope that uh you will uh, listen well okay uh, point number two is about uh, the intelligent design versus the theory of evolution. Okay? So, this is actually the case of, you know, some teaching on the existence of aliens, whether is it, uh, I mean, is it true or not? Okay? But the thing is this. Uh, it is very important that you side or that you take the right uh, position concerning the matter, okay, this uh, doctrine on whether to believe or not in the existence of, of aliens, okay, or or not, alright, so, but if you, uh, if we fuse the, the, the argument concerning the existence of aliens, whether it's true or not, we, it, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna 
lead us back to the debate or the argument between intelligent design versus the theory of evolution. Okay, it's the book of Genesis against exogenesis. I want to say that again. It's biblical Genesis against exogenesis. It's the Christian doctrine of creation that states, okay, this is uh, the, the account from uh, the book of Genesis that states, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay, against or versus the belief in evolution and the assumption that aliens created DNA to seed life on other planets. Okay, now that is the comparison. So there is a comparison giving people the, the choice or the option which side to take, which side to believe. Okay. And I hope you're listening. Okay, this is very important. Now, let me first uh, uh, comment on the uh, theory of evolution. Okay, the theory of evolution. Okay, I hope you can read that in the in your screen right now. So this is my definition concerning the theory of evolution. Okay, I'll 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 read that again. The theory of evolution is not based on science because no one was there to prove no one was there to observe no one was there to testify that the theory of evolution really happened so evolution is a counterfeit religion okay a counterfeit religion because you can only believe it by faith not through empirical science okay all right so now what about exogenesis exogenesis is a term referring to the general hypothesis that, that earth life originated somewhere in the universe and was spread to earth by an advanced alien civilization okay so that is exogenesis now some people believe in exogenesis which is the idea that life was planted by the aliens here on earth okay such belief gives them a creation story or a creation account that does not involve god okay it removes god in the picture okay so the belief uh the ex if you believe in exogenesis actually exogenesis uh, takes god out of the picture okay so that is the goal of this false teaching all right so but we know that in the bible or the bible clearly states that god is the creator um, that he created all things with a purpose was the purpose for his glory now let uh, let let us first read Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 it says in the beginning God okay I want to read it again Genesis 1 1 says in the beginning what God all right so in the beginning God God what okay again in the beginning God created 
the heavens and the earth. Okay? That tells us that God is the creator. Not a creator, but the creator of the heavens and the earth. So that is uh, the doctrine of the Bible. Okay? And also in Colossians 1.16 says, For in Him, uh, pertaining to the Lord Jesus Christ, for in Jesus, for in Christ, for in Him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through Him and for Him. So that is the purpose. That is the point. Everything that was created, it was created by Him and for Him. For God and God alone. Okay? Now, this is the point. And I hope uh, you, you will read it with me. Okay? This is the point. If you believe in God and the Bible, then you cannot believe in the existence of extraterrestrial beings because they are not compatible. It's either in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth or in the beginning aliens planted life on earth. Hmm? It's either God created man or aliens created the human race. Okay, so they contradict each other. Okay, you cannot combine them. Okay, because only one is true. The other is a lie. Okay, but for us, you can only pick one. Okay, choose whom to side with. God, the God of uh, Israel. Okay, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Okay. Whom will you believe? Do you believe in Yahweh? Do you believe in the God of Israel? Or you believe in the lies of the devil? So, that's it. Now, I want to read this also. The extraterrestrial beings or alien life forms from other planets is a sure destruction or uh, is misleading, okay? Or a misdirection to divert our attention from God to fantasy. That is what it is. Okay? You must understand, friends, that, uh, that, uh, that if you study the Bible, you will understand. Now, this is the point, And I want you to read this also. Read with me. Okay? These are uh, very important uh, points. Okay? Let's read this together. It says, if we thoroughly study the creation story in Genesis chapter 1 to chapter 2, we will discover that everything God has created are mutually related to each other. God intentionally prepared everything else first to prepare a place for his last and final creation, which is man whom he created in his own image and likeness. Meaning, man, man was the topmost important and most intelligent being God that God created. Wow. Okay? So, we're all 
all were created by him and for him. That's in Colossians, right? And that uh, if studying Genesis chapter 1 and 2, we realize, we, we, we understand uh, we, uh, that the final and most important in all of God's creation, not aliens, but men, okay? It, that's man, okay? None of the other beings, you know, that's uh, from other planets, you know, there was no mention of that in the Bible because in God's heart, it, he, he planned to create man in his own image and likeness, but that does not make us gods also. Remember when the Bible says uh, he created man in his own image and likeness, uh, it only means that you know uh, we 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 have we're, we're a person. We we can relate. We can interact. We can talk. We can rule. We can take dominion. We can. That's why God says, "Go, uh, go and multiply." You know, rule, take dominion over the birds, take dominion over the animal kingdom, things like that. Okay. So the point is, it is. You mean God? exercises authority over his creation and and he gave man uh, the the right to rule over uh, the rest of the creation i mean uh, okay so you can read that in uh, in genesis uh, in genesis chapter 1 to chapter 2 now that is why we were created in his own image and likeness okay so 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 but but does not make us uh, or that this, that will not transform us to become God or even His equal. Now remember this. God is the, the creator, meaning to say, if He's the creator and we are His creation, that will never make us equal with God. Okay, don't you ever think that you are, you know, the same level with God. Okay? The creator is always greater than his creation. <laughs> okay? So don't mistake that. So going back, uh, what is our point? Why we read to you? Why we uh, explained to you uh, the context of Genesis uh, chapter 1 to chapter 2 is to make the point that God, what? That everything that God created are what? Correlated. Okay, it has a purpose. The purpose for God creating this thing is so that he, you know, he can uh, can interact. There is a purpose to all of his creation. Okay, uh, how do I explain that? But anyway, here's the thing, and that God intentionally prepared everything else, everything else, to prepare a place for his what for his last and final or his main creation okay which is man now um so uh, the narrative of some uh some weird looking uh, aliens okay that are ex supposedly extremely intelligent beings with sophisticated technology you know things like that it's all a lie it's a big lie, an absolute deception, an alien deception, okay? Because such idea does not fit to the account 
and purpose of creation. Remember, what is the purpose? We read to you Colossians. It says, for his glory, for his pleasure, for his honor, for himself. It was his, uh, what does it say? Uh, all things have been created through him and for him. Okay? I mean, the alien thing has nothing to do with, you know, not even, uh, it does not even correlate with other, I mean, the, when God created the, uh, the, the, the animals and, and everything else. We, uh, okay, I know it's confusing to some of you. Let me explain. Let, let me just give you an example. Okay, um, we have an aquarium, but it's outside uh, the house. So uh, I cleaned it, but I cannot bring it here to use it as a, my illustration. But just imagine this, okay? Um, let's say uh, you plan to uh, to buy uh, a goldfish, okay? A fish, all right? Goldfish. Of course, if you buy a goldfish, you need to buy other things. You need to prepare what? Example, an aquarium or a water pump with a filter, okay? And then you need to buy an air pump, okay? So that it can produce bubbles and uh, create more bubbles so that you can uh, put oxygen in the water, okay? What else? You need to buy some pebbles, okay? Uh, you need to buy some aquarium plants, okay? So you're gonna buy what else? Uh, a, maybe a, a coral where your fish can, can, you know, can rest or hide or take shelter, you know, things like that. So actually, what you just did is the same uh, by principle, the same uh, in in Genesis uh, account, right? Because God created the land, okay, the water. God created light. He said, let there be light. God created the animals. God created the trees, the fruit-bearing trees. So God created all of those, okay, so that God can put man in the garden. So God created the garden so he can put man in the garden. The same thing. You want to take care of a fish, like a goldfish, but you see, uh, you also need to prepare a house, okay, or a, a place for your goldfish so that your fish can swim, okay? So in the same way, now imagine this, if, if God created us, just us, no land, no soil, no light, nothing. So, you know, imagine you're floating in space over nothing, okay? <laughs> so, it's ridiculous, right? So, the thing is this. God created, or let, let me read that again. A God intentionally prepared everything else first to prepare a place for his last and final creation, which is man whom he created in his own image and likeness, meaning man was the top most important and the most intelligent being that God created, not aliens, okay? I hope you got that right, all right. So, uh, besides the Genesis chapter 1 and 2, the Bible gives us no reason to believe that there is life 
elsewhere in the universe. In fact, the Bible gives us several reasons why there cannot be life in other planets. Okay? I already told you the reason. Okay, we were the reason. We were in the mind of God. You know, we, we were the, the, the final creation that He planned to create. Okay? Uh, but He has to prepare everything else. Okay, remember the, the, the aquarium, I mean the, the goldfish in the aquarium and everything else. So you have to prepare everything else so that your goldfish have a place to swim. Okay, <laughs> so your goldfish will have a home of its own. So that, uh, the same analogy. Okay, so, so, um, all right, so that's it. That is uh, point number two. Now let's jump to point number three. All right, point number three. Aliens don't exist, nor will they come to existence. Okay, there, there will never come uh, to a point where, uh, you know, God will, you know, create alien uh, race or beings because some people believe it. No, 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 no. Remember this. What, you know, how will I explain this? Um, let's just read point number three. Okay, aliens don't exist nor will they come to existence. Extraterrestrial life do not exist nor will there ever be because they are not part of God's blueprint. It's since the time of creation to the time when God will make everything new. Okay, so we have uh, scriptures, Luke 1 and Revelation uh, chapter 19 to chapter 22. Now, friends, let's admit it. Until today, or extraterrestrial life has never been discovered up to this very day. Okay, and I want to tell you that none will be discovered, not even uh, in the near future. Okay, uh, consider this. Okay, we read uh, of many prophecies that have been fulfilled already in history, as well as prophecies that are yet to come. Okay, they're not fulfilled yet, but it's in the Bible. And uh, we know that we can trust the Bible because everything that was prophesied in the past, they came to pass, okay? And, and in fact, they, uh, they happened, uh, you know, precise, you know, as, as the scriptures um, describes it. So it, it happened. So there's a lot of it. So I, I don't have time to explain it now because we, we have a, a topic to... Uh, to discuss, all right, to explain to you. So now, the Bible tells us now concerning future events, okay, uh, uh, end time events, okay. So these are these prophecies refers to the future, okay. So the Bible tells us that when Jesus Christ, okay, returns to the earth, meaning to say, when he comes back, that's the second coming, or you know. You know what? Uh, when he comes back, he will establish uh, himself as a king in Jerusalem. Okay? 
sitting on the throne of David. You can read that in Luke chapter 1 verses 32 to 33. And we were told in the Bible that the Lord will establish two kingdoms on earth. Okay, he will establish two kingdoms on earth in the future, one following the other. So the, the, that kingdom is known as or called uh, the Messianic kingdom or the millennial kingdom where Jesus will reign for a thousand years. Okay, millennial means 1,000. So he's going to reign for uh, 1,000 years. When he returns, he will reign for, he will establish his uh, millennial kingdom and then the next one uh, uh, the, the is everlasting kingdom or the eternal kingdom will begin after the close of the millennial kingdom okay so the uh, the eternal kingdom will follow after the millennial kingdom that is when the devil and his angels or the devil and his demons will be uh, destroyed okay or judged so the point is, uh, <clears throat> if you want to know uh, the the sequential order of these two kingdoms, you can read that up in, uh, you can study it in Revelation chapters 19 to 22. But again, we're not going to read that because uh, it's a long read. Okay, so that's your assignment. But the point is this, that in the past, there are a lot of prophecies in the past in the Old Testament that happened already, okay? Some of the prophecies from the Old Testament, okay, came to pass in the New Testament, okay, during the time of Jesus on earth, all right? There's a lot of them. You read the Gospels, okay? So that's your assignment. But in the New Testament, there's, a, I mean, again, lots of prophecies concerning the future. So if the previous prophecies came to pass as the Bible predicted it. Therefore, the, the, what the Bible predicts, okay, concerning the future is going to happen also. Now, here's the thing, okay, here's the thing. In all the prophecies pertaining to the future, aliens were or aliens are not included. There is no mention of aliens in the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no mention of aliens in the millennial kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no mention of aliens in the new heavens and new earth. Therefore, extraterrestrial beings do not exist, nor will there ever be. And why is that? Because it's not part of God's plan. Okay? <clears throat> From the beginning to the end, there is no mention about civilizations or some sort of uh, visitations from other galaxies. Okay? No mention of them anywhere in the future events, in the prophesied or in the uh, prophesied future events. None. Okay? Why? Because they are not part of God's blueprint since the time of creation until uh, the time when God will make everything new. Alright? So, again, again, aliens do not exist. Okay? I hope that answers the question. Uh, uh, 
the question whether aliens exist okay well they don't exist and nor will they come into existence okay never never <laughs> okay they it will never happen friends i tell you it will never happen so don't waste your time trying to search or trying to you know it's pointless okay it's pointless to believe in aliens from other galaxies as you can see point number two it's a it's an argument between god as the creator god created men or aliens created life or started the human race okay so if aliens don't exist okay what then is the explanation or how can we explain okay all the supposedly uh sightings alien sightings uh, ufo or uh, abductions okay or or some of their evidence okay uh, like you know the area 51 uh, or what about the those who were abducted okay those who claimed that they were kidnapped by by aliens and they were uh, experimented by aliens okay so what about those testimonies well that brings us to our fourth and final point okay point number four the possibility of demonic involvement okay the possibility of demonic involvement so <clears throat> we listed uh one two three four five okay five passages of scriptures and i hope that uh, you will read that with me okay but so again concerning those people who claim that they were experimented by some uh, aliens from other planets you know uh, well we do not close the door uh, to demonic intervention or involvement okay just like my professor uh, sir ken sandberg or talking to one of our missionaries a missionary uh, uh the casey miller you know they they mentioned about you know demonic uh, intervention it can happen okay so because you know what uh, satan's specialty you know he's he's really good in uh, in deceiving people okay it's really good that that's, that's his job you know he, his ultimate goal is to kill steal and destroy he wants to sabotage our faith in the bible that's why he's he's giving us an alternative you know what do you mean to believe in another uh, account of uh, of creation okay uh but anyway uh <clears throat> What I want to tell you, I mean, concerning this demonic uh, involvement, you know, the possibility of demonic involvement is that Satan and his demons, you know, they can take forms. It is really possible that demons can take the shape of an alien, uh, alien creature or, or other forms of, of alien species to, to fool humans. Okay. And uh, they, they can really impersonate an alien-looking creature, okay, to fool, to fool humans, okay, into believing 
that aliens do exist. Okay, uh, do we have some sort of a passage? Yes, we have a passage uh, in scripture uh, that, that can give us a hint, okay, whether or not uh, uh, they can really uh, intervene, okay, with, I mean, interact with men. Okay, now I'm reading, uh, let me read to you or read with me Genesis chapter 6 verses 1 to 4. Now, I chose NLT, uh, New Living Translation, because uh, it's easier to understand compared to other translation. Now, if you have other translation, you can read that also. It's okay, but it meant the same thing. Okay, so uh, verse 1. Genesis 6 1 says, Then the people began to multiply on the earth. The daughters were born to them, and daughters were born to them. Verse 2 says, The sons of God, referring to fallen angels, saw the beautiful women, referring to daughters of men, and took any they wanted as their wives. Okay? Verse 3 says, then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. Verse 4. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth, or in other version, Nephilim. Okay? For whenever the sons of God, or whenever the angels, the fallen angels, had intercourse or sexual intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. Hmm. Now, the account states that fallen angels or spiritual beings took form and had sexual relations with women, with the daughters of men. Like, you know, uh, and what? And produced a super race, superhuman race, super race of beings known as Nephilim. That's in the Bible, okay? Genesis chapter 6, Nephilim, those giants of long ago. So, and the new human race, uh, called Nephilim continued to reproduce, you know, their 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 own kind, their evil uh, kind or evil race that God has to, you know, that God wiped them out during the time of Noah. Okay, so that is in the Bible, all right? Now, if you have a background or if you have a knowledge concerning uh ancient religions and our ancient civilizations and uh, uh, their, their their religion their their beliefs uh, during those uh, ancient cultures okay what do they believe in okay so this is what they believe concerning creation okay how do we know what they believe okay let, let me revise it uh, we know because you know we have archaeologists you know, they, they, they are the, the, the guys who unearthed things. You know, they, they, they wanted to study ancient civilizations. So they, 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 they dig, you know, they excavate, they unearth uh, tablets, okay? 
uh, not just tablets, everything, you know, the earth, an earthen vessel and everything, and they, they put it on account, they record it, they, they try to research what time, you know, so they, uh, they know, you know, th this is how you confirm uh, the events in the past, you know, the, the, the events that took place in the Old Testament, and, and science can confirm that, you know, it really did happen. Okay, during the time, etc., etc. Now, my point is this: that uh, during uh, the ancient religion of the ancient cultures, they have a these writings from the ancient Sumerians. Sumerians, okay, mentions the existence of the Anunnaki, who were gods that came from other galaxies, okay, to dwell on Earth with men. Now that is where this doctrine came from. This is the root of this, you know, aliens from other galaxies. Okay? Okay? So where does that belief originated? From the ancient cultures, ancient civilizations. That, that's the ancient religion. That is what they believe. Okay? Okay, so the Bible calls it Nephilim, but in the Sumerian, ancient Sumerian tablets, uh, they described an alien race known as Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Who came to earth to mine gold, okay? Or <clears throat> the Egyptian hieroglyphs describes uh, hybrid creatures that were part man and part animal. The Bible calls it what? Nephilim. The Sumerian tablets call it what? Anunnaki. The Egyptian writings calls, calls it what? Anunnaki. Okay, so the doctrine of aliens from other planets has its origin from what? Ancient religion. Okay, so let us, you know, give more definition to that Anunnaki thing. Okay, that, uh, what is this? Okay, Anunnaki means princely offspring or offspring of An. Okay, so, An. The Anunnaki are a group of deities or gods, okay, of the ancient Sumerians, Akkadians, Assyrians, and Babylonians, or these are the cities or the region that uh, Nimrod founded. You can read that up in Genesis chapter 10 to 11. Okay, the Anunnaki were believed to be the offspring of An, who is An? the God of the heavens, and his consort, or his wife, Ki, the goddess of earth, okay, according to the, to their polytheistic religion. So, now, if you compare that side by side with Genesis chapter 6, so Genesis chapter 6 with Sumerian tablets, you know, what do we find? What do we get? It's similar. You, you see, we see similarities, right? So, according to the Bible, that the sons of God, or actually that is the term that they used long, long time ago for angels, okay? Sons of God. Uh, so, so the angels came, took form, and had sexual relations with, with the daughters of men, with the human, with, 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 with women, okay? <laughs> and then, the Sumerian uh, tablets say, accounts that
The Anunnakis are were believed to be the offspring or the children of Anne, okay, descendants of Anne or children offspring of Anne, who is Anne, the god of the heavens, okay, that's what they believe they came from above, okay, and his consort and his partner, okay, is Ki, the goddess of earth, I meaning say humans, so angels and humans. Okay, had sexual relations, and then they produced a superhuman race, okay, known as Anunnaki. So the the ancient cultures call it Anunnaki, but the Bible calls it Nephilims, Nephilites. Okay, so there is a similar similarity between those two sources of information. Now, so you see uh, it's really identical, right? So, what is the point here? Our basis is uh, the Bible, uh, Genesis 6. And uh, we see that demons, okay, demons or fallen angels uh, wanted to have involvement. They, they really interacted with men. They took form. So, is there a possibility for, for demons to... To, um, to take form, to take shape, okay, uh, of a, an alien species? Yes. So we see that uh, they can impersonate, okay? They can impersonate an alien-looking creature to fool humans because if they, did that, if they did that before in Genesis chapter 6 and even had sexual relationship, sexual relations with, with humans, okay? If they can do that, if they can alter human DNA to create super humans, giants, they can still do that today, okay? Now, so we cannot, you know, uh, remove the possibility of demonic involvement, all right? Now, there is another verse that I want to read. Uh, where is that? Oh, here it is. Okay, here it is. Demons are fallen angels, and the Bible says they sometimes present themselves as, okay, light. Okay, they present themselves to men as light, angels of light, something like that. Now, let, let's read 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, verse 14. NKJV. It says, No, and no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. Remember the word, transform. Who? Satan. Okay. Uh, NLT, verse 14, But I am not surprised even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So, Satan can either transform or disguise the same thing. Okay? Uh, NCV, New Century Version, one of my favorite version of the Bible. Verse 14 says, 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen. This does not surprise us. Even Satan changes himself to look like an angel of light. Therefore, Satan and his angels or his demons can take forms of any kind of any shape. They can transform, okay, and or disguise, right? 
So they can really impersonate an alien looking creature to fool who? To fool Christians, <laughs> to fool humans. All right. So it is possible that demons can really take one any shape, even the shape of an alien or other uh, alien creature in order to what? To fool humans. All right. So another scripture, okay? Uh, don't miss this one. Revelation uh, chapter 12 verse 9 says, The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil or Satan, who leads uh, the whole world astray, was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. So you see, this is the devil's specialty. You know, he is really good at this. At what? Leading people astray. In fact, it says, Satan who leads the whole world astray. Hmm. Okay. The whole world. Not just one person, not just two, not just three, not just a certain country, but the whole world. It doesn't matter whether you are in, in the Philippines or in, in, in Thailand, in China, in, in Japan, in America, in Europe, in, in all places, the whole world. That's the target of Satan. He wanted to deceive the whole world. That's why, you know, if he make, if, if, if he fabricates story of any kind, just like this alien uh, uh, from other galaxies uh, thingy, all right? The goal of Satan is to deceive the whole world. Not just one group of people, but the whole world, okay? So, so you must understand. We must be very careful. We must, you know, be aware of this, that there is, you know, there is this fallen creature who rebelled against God, who wanted to deceive the whole world, okay? Because he, he doesn't want you to, you know, to believe in God. That's, that's his goal, okay? So the Satan and his demons, their goal is to sabotage our faith in the Bible. They, they want to sabotage our faith in God. Now, let's read um, John chapter 10, verse 10. It says, The thief comes only to steal and to kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full or, or have it abundantly. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Satan is here to take life, but Jesus is here to give life. That's the difference, okay? So, so that is what the devil's up to, okay? He wants to kill your love. He wants to kill your attention to God. He wants to steal your precious time and energy and destroy your life and purpose. How? By making your mind so busy, okay? The devil wanted us to be very busy thinking about or thinking and searching and researching and looking for proof that extraterrestrial beings uh, exist. 
Okay, but that's stupidity. That's a foolish quest. That's that's it's nonsense pursuit. You know why? Because there is none. You're looking for something that does not exist. Okay, so why why search? Why seek aliens? Okay, when you can seek God. If you seek God, if you search for God, if you chase after God, you will find Him. But if you search for alien life, life forms in other planets, you will not find any. You will never be successful. Okay, you, you, you will be surprised that one day at the end of your life, you just wasted your life trying to listen to uh, some uh, sound. Maybe th th there are other intelligent uh, Aliens from other planets sending us messages, you know, things like that. That's stupidity. That's, that's nonsense. You know why? I already told you. Okay? So, but listen to this. Satan's goal was and is to draw people away from God. Okay? To draw people away from God. Okay? So, the devil wants to hide the truth. And the devil will always hide the truth or cover the truth by covering the truth with deception, like the alien deception, okay? So the quest to prove the existence of aliens from other planets will consume your mind, time, and energy, and thus it will destroy your purpose. Because if you keep on searching, searching for aliens, then, then it will eat your time it will burn your time and you won't be able to fulfill your call to go and make disciples, to go and win the lost, okay? You will miss your opportunity to glorify God, to, to obey the commands of God because you are busy with nonsense, with, with you know, looking for aliens somewhere. It's not going to happen, friends. So, friends, let me tell you, don't be fooled by demons who can take forms, who can, you know, who can, uh, who can uh, uh, take uh, shape of an alien uh, creature, okay? Uh, and um, don't be fooled by, by those uh, demonic uh, uh, creatures, you know? So, because they will, they can impersonate, okay? anyone they can impersonate okay so so now so there it is now now you heard it uh and uh, i hope that you will not fall into this diversion that the devil and his and demons are working on because they will uh, continue to attempt uh, to 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 deceive people you know by by giving them uh, false fabricated the stories although I believe there were some people who were really sincere with what they say with, with their experience that they say oh that we were experimented by it and I cannot move I was in a some sort of laboratory but you know what friends demons can do that at the end of the day or at the end of your life you know I I give you this warning okay that uh, it's a lie you know alien deception the, the alien deception is a big lie because uh, uh we don't want you to spend your time and energy for something uh, 
uh, that is not real or something worthless, okay, uh, that don't add and that don't even help your other people, okay? <laughs> even if you prove that there were really aliens from other galaxies, so what is that to you? What will that do to other people, okay? Will that help other people? No. So I tell you, life is short. Don't waste it, okay? Don't waste it, okay? So, but the last scripture that I want to read to you is this. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, okay? Again, this is a, a, a warning, a caution, okay? It says, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion. So it, it does not say the devil is a roaring lion, but it says like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Okay? He wants to destroy. He wants to attack. Okay? This ferocious uh, creature, this wolf, this, this devil. He wanted to destroy us, kill, steal, and destroy. And how does he do that? The same strategy with Genesis chapter 3. He was able to destroy uh, the, the, the call, the momentum, the purpose of God uh, towards Adam and Eve by deceiving Adam and Eve. Okay? And Adam and Eve fell. They yielded to Satan's lies, deception, and so that's it, okay? So the devil knows where he's going, his predicament, and so he doesn't want you to, to be with God. So that's why he's trying to deceive people so he can pull more souls with him to this uh, predicament, to, this, to, 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 the, to God's, you know, uh, judgment or punishment for those who uh, who did not believe in him in God okay so friends that is why it's very important to be founded in the Lord because if you are in the Lord you have the Holy Spirit who will convict you and will teach you and and you will you the, the Holy Spirit will will convict you which one is right and which one is wrong, which one is truth and which one is a deception, a lie, okay? So, my point is this. You must be born again, okay? That is one of the solutions so that you will not fall into this alien deception, okay? Because if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, then you don't have the anointing to discern between the truth and a lie okay <clears throat> so we would like to give you this opportunity but before that uh, John chapter 3 this is the Lord Jesus Christ he told the priest Nicodemus John chapter 3 verse 3 he said I tell you the truth unless you are born again you cannot be in God's kingdom I'm reading in new century version okay Jesus said, John 3, 3, Jesus told the priest Nicodemus, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot be in God's kingdom. Alright, and then in verse 7, he told Nicodemus again, 
is a priest. But even if Nicodemus is not just an ordinary priest, he's part of the Sanhedrin, still Jesus said, you must be born again. So he said in verse 7, don't be surprised when I tell you, you must all be born again. Okay? It's a must. It's not a suggestion. It's a command telling us we must be born again. Okay? So take note of that. If, you're, if you want to be saved, if you want to obtain eternal life, okay? If you want your name written in the Lamb's, in the book of life, all right? The answer is simple. It's not, salvation is not found in a religion, in a group of, you know, in a certain religion because salvation is found in a person, in Jesus Christ, alone, okay? Now, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 to 10. Let me read this, uh, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 to 10. Uh, verse 9, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Okay? Verse 10, For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Okay? So, you understand the importance of believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth okay again if you confess with your mouth confess with your mouth jesus is lord okay meaning to say you are submitting your life to him as your lord so you are not lord over yourself anymore but you are submitting to his lordship okay so you can avail forgiveness and eternal life when you come under his lordship. If you do not belong to Jesus Christ, then you cannot avail forgiveness. You cannot avail eternal life. The only way for you to avail forgiveness and eternal life is when you commit your life to Jesus, when you submit your life to Jesus, when you come under his lordship, you become part of his family. You become, you know, within his jurisdiction okay meaning to say you are entitled to receive eternal life forgiveness of your sins simple right so but one of the processes that you need to believe in the gospel in what jesus did he paid the price he became your sin offering he died in our place so it's a substitutionary death on the cross instead of us dying for our sins he died for our sins then on, the only thing we need to do is repent from our sins and believe in him right in what he did in the cross because he was our sacrifice so we don't need to die for our sins because he did it for us he did the work for us let's just believe how start you know we begin uh, by uh, repenting from our sins we recognize we are sinners we cannot save ourselves that's why we need a savior and now we want him to be our savior by confessing that jesus is our lord okay savior so we will give you an opportunity now to give your life to jesus as your lord and savior okay this is very important if today you have never done this you have you know you, you can 
not recall a time when you really gave your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is your time to give your life to Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Okay? So, we call this prayer of salvation. Say, we want you to pray with us. Okay? As I pray, if you really mean it with all your heart that you want to give your life to Jesus, you believe that He is, that you need a Savior, you're a sinner, you need a Savior who can forgive you of your sins and give eternal life, please pray after me. Say, Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray, I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that he rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, so if you prayed that prayer with all your heart or from your heart, I just want to say a welcome to the family of God and this is just the beginning of your journey in the Lord. And we want to encourage you to uh, start reading the Bible, okay? Uh, if you don't have a Bible, actually uh, you have a phone or you have a tablet, you have a laptop, you have a computer, you can download a Bible, you know, from the internet, okay? And uh, start reading from the book of John, okay? Especially if you're really uh, busy, you don't have time to read uh, more than five chapters. <laughs> Start with the book of John. Okay, you can read one chapter a day or two. It's up to you. But the thing is, uh, besides uh, reading the Bible, we would like to encourage you to uh, look for a church. Attend a church. Okay, because uh, you need uh someone you or you need people who have gone ahead you who, you know who are spiritually uh mature okay they are mature in the spirit because they they will help you and walk alongside you and if you have questions they can uh, you know uh answer them okay so that uh, uh you will not be confused <laughs> I know there are a lot of voices out there, especially in the world, just like our topic today concerning aliens. So those are uh, teachings that were fabricated or manufactured to draw us away from the truth, to draw us away from God. So be very careful because the, the devil is out there and is out there because he wanted to lead the whole world astray. Okay, that's his goal. He doesn't want to 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 to. Uh, he doesn't 
want to deceive just a few people or just a few nations. No, the whole world. So be very careful. And that is why we encourage you to read the Bible. Okay? So thank you so much. Uh, God bless you all. And uh, let us pray. Father, we thank you that uh, uh, this is your message. And that, Lord, thank you. Uh, we know that the Word of God are spiritually discerned and no one can really understand it without uh, without your help, God the Holy Spirit. And I pray that everyone who have watched this uh, episode, this uh, online sermon or teaching concerning uh, aliens, I, we pray, Lord, that you will continue to minister to them and help them understand. Let your spirit reverberate the truth in their hearts lord so that uh, everything will be clearer in them to them that lord jesus is the way the truth and the life lord and that no one can go to the father except through the lord jesus christ so god the holy spirit thank you you are the greatest teacher lord continue to minister to everyone who have watched, uh, not just those who have watched this uh, episode, but Lord, everyone. We pray that, you know, all may come to repentance. And so, Father, bless them. Bless those who will share this link towards their friends, to their network of friends. I pray that you will bless them also, not just the hearers, not just those who will watch this uh, program, but Lord, everyone we pray for their salvation and lord to those who have to those who gave their lives today to you lord i pray that they will grow mature and bear fruit in your kingdom use them lord for your glory that other people may come to know you through their lives this is what we pray in the mighty name of the lord jesus christ thank you for your anointing i pray we bless everyone right now and now the lord bless you and keep you the lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace both now and forevermore and all of god's people say hallelujah god bless you all thank you for joining us today and we hope that you will join us again next week okay so god bless you all see you again